a reading of the Bloxburg Trist. This is a true, fair, and perfect means of excelling over nature, and has been truthfully proved in the presence of the writer after many trials during his travels in the low countries. Exact conditions will prove that all things are possible to the God of nature if all instructions are obediently obeyed with a good heart. What is related here I have seen with mine own eyes. Vita si sius uta lunga est. Life is long if we know how to use it. On the foremost peak of the Bloxburg Broken, one of the Harz Mountains, 3,733 feet high, the test must be made with a pure heart and mind and selfless intention. The time between one day before to one day after the moon's fullness is necessary, but best in the winter season. He that seeks the almighty power must place himself on the foremost peak of the Bloxburg at the time appointed. His servants must be a maiden, pure in heart, in fair white garments, and a virgin he-goat. Let thy mouth and heart be free from foulness. Let the student test my words by the light of a pine fire, which is necessary. Near the granite altar, let the student set the following magic symbols, which must be set out in white of a bigness suitable for his test. The apex of the triangle must direct to the Tower of Cassel. The base will then cover the Hexentenzen plot, so named of the witches who dwell there. Having set his symbols demanded by ye black book as prescribeth above in all their correctness, he taketh his servants into the inner house of the triangle within the circle of power. The goat he putteth before him, the maiden taketh her place by the side of the goat, which she leadeth on a white silken cord. He then lighteth a bowl of fair incense, which burneth for fifteen minutes, the student repeating the following in all lowliness. Mutare et insignium attenueth Deus obscura promense, i.e., God hath the power to change the lowliest with the loftiest, and he maketh the great men weak, bringing to light things hidden in gloom. At the end of the appointed time, the maiden anointeth the goat, saying, Terra est terram ibis, dust thou art to dust thou shalt return. Ye goat is then to be turned round three times against ye sun, and ye incense rekindled. The student then handeth the maiden a vessel of fair red wine, saying, Si Deus nobiscum his contra nos. If God be with us, who shall be against us? The pine fire is then dampeth by ye servant of the student outside ye circle of power, and the incense is dampeth by ye student. All should now be of a blackness except for ye light of ye moon. The maiden now taketh ye vessel of wine, and poureth it slowly over ye head of the goat, at the same time repeating, 
Procol, oh Procol est profani. Begone, begone, ye profane ones. At the ending of the words, a blackness obscureth the moon, and a pinlight cometh from the tower of Castle. At this moment, the maiden quickly covereth and completely hideth the he goat with a fair white cloth when an apparition is seeneth within the triangle. Instanter the cloth is removeth by the maiden, and a fair youth of surpassing beauty is seen in the stead of ye goat. This have I witnesseth myself from ye high German black book. The unguent is prepared from ye blood of bats caught before ye midnight hour scrapings from a church bell to be mixed with soot and bees honey into a fair ointment not for melancholic persons that was a recitation of the legendary and infamous Bloxburg Trist from a 15th century book of German magic which was studied by the famous German author Goethe and was then notoriously reenacted by the English psychic investigator Harry Price in June of 1932. And in case you are wondering if Price did indeed transform the young he-goat into a beautiful young man, well, as the local newspapers reported the next day, the goat, the goat, the goat remained, 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 remained a goat. A goat. A goat.